What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're going to be talking about something called the Pomodoro Technique, which yes. was a brand new concept to me. And I am not kidding when I tell you it has absolutely changed my whole life. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I am so passionate about it. I want to talk about it with every person I see. I cannot believe that this is the simple fix I needed to actually feel productive and like in control of, of yeah. the work I was doing in a day. Kels, I just assumed you had heard about this. I've I'm shocked heard. that you hadn't heard or tried it. No, it oh really, my gosh. I yeah. can't believe it. It's I'm almost embarrassed by how <laughs> like this small change really really works for me so I'm excited to talk about it with you listeners oh my god I can't wait to talk about it now I just thought you'd be like yeah heard it tried it (laughs) never no never heard of it so funny when I had told um Chad that we were doing this episode he also hadn't heard of it and he was like that sounds like a class that like guys need to trim their fingernails for because it's like a fingering class or something (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. <laughs> Doesn't that sound <laughs> Pomodoro does. technique? Like some the sort of Pomodoro weird tantric. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Some kind of massage move slash. T- yeah, totally. Inside a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, <laughs> anyway, made me laugh a lot. Um, oh, so this is coming out on December 26th. Cannot, did I say that weird? 26th. I think I said oh, it was funny. I did not even notice. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, it's after Christmas. That's the day. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, one more week of 2022. How crazy. Oh, I just feel it's like, so strange. Do you, I mean, I feel like we say this all the time, but this year 
I think probably went faster than any other year. It always just feels like that. Yeah, it's like both things. I feel like the past few years have felt like the same day over and over yes. again, but also, um, yeah, it's flown by and also gone slow. It's it's such a weird, what a weird fucking situation we've all been in. And Yeah. Have we talked about that, um, how people feel like time went a lot slower when we were kids versus now because oh, yes. we were doing more unique things? and had like more things to look forward to is what they said. And then now as we're adults, we generally have a very similar day to day, but when you're a kid, it's like a lot of different things going on. Oh my God. I, yeah. I talk about that all the time is like the older I get, the faster time feels like it goes. And I just thought it was because I feel a lot happier now, like in my day to day, like I feel like I've, I've figured some things out. And so I think my enjoyment level is so much higher than it used to be where when I was really unhappy with what I was doing in my day to day, the days felt really long. I dreaded them. Mm -hmm. Weeks felt really long. Months felt really long, but now it's like, I look forward to my days and my weeks weeks and so they just fly by that's interesting I didn't think about it that way too where when you're at a, a, a job you hate or anything like that you're very acutely aware of the time and the passing of it and how slow oh, it God. feels like it's going but yes. if you're happy then it does yeah it moves fast so. every fucking nanosecond on a clock just feels like a big <laughs> fuck you you know it's like just constantly getting sworn at yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> That's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. So uh, my new tour, the Nice Try Tour, kicks off in three weeks. It's starting in uh, in Providence, Rhode Island, and then Raleigh. Those are in January. February, I'll be in Philly and Portland. And then March, I'll be in Cincinnati, Kearney, Minneapolis. And then after that, I'm just going to list a whole bunch of them. Speed read. San Francisco, Rosemont, Chicago, Denver, Uncasville, Salt Lake City, Madison, Phoenix, Dania Beach, Fort Collins, Louisville, Spokane, Tacoma, Cleveland, Washington, D.C., Atlanta. So that's what we, oh, and Boston. So that's what we've got so far. And I think a few more will be added. But if I just said anywhere that's coming near you, go to KelseyCook.com and get those tour date tickets because I'm so excited. Yay, that's awesome. I am thrilled for you. Um, yes, you can head over to DelaneyFisher.com. If you'd like to tune into the minimalist business podcast, it is a private show, but it's completely free. So you can sign up and get it delivered to your inbox. Um, and we do specialize in helping mental health professionals grow their businesses, you know, their, their practices, and also just expand their business beyond that in the digital space. But, uh, all entrepreneurs and business owners are welcome. We talk about scaling, a a business with a minimalist approach to all the things for more time, but also more money, both things. And I mean, what a perfect topic for today's episode. Yes. It goes hand in hand with the stuff you teach. Oh yes. Oh, I I love this shit. Any time management episode we've done, I'm like, oh, it feels like, you know, this is my jam. I get, I get, I get extra fluttery in my privates. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, should we get into it? Yeah, Any let's get into thoughts? it. And you've got a great quotable that goes. With oh, my this God. As well. Yes. Yeah. We figured we'd, we'd pull out a, a time management quote here. Yeah. Um, this quote is from Zig Ziglar. It says, lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. We all have 24 hour days. 
Um, I know we've talked a little bit about the whole, like the Beyonce quote that, mm-hmm. you know, we're not a huge fan of because Beyonce has like a team of however many people and all that right. stuff. So she's able to free up her time and get a lot more done. Right. But right. you know, the, the standard average person, you know, we all have a similar amount of time in certain ways. Right. Um, especially when you look at like, well, how much TV are we watching every day? How much are we sure. doing this? Right. Sure. And so it's just about prioritizing the things that really matter to you and moving those to the top of the list and saying no to things that really are not necessary and, you know, asking for help if you can, you know, like all that stuff. But what is that? How does that quote hit you, Kels? Yeah. So talking about direction versus time to me, it's before, before the Pomodoro technique, I sound like (laughs) I've been brainwashed by a cult. Like (laughs) that it, I just, I know I sound like I've drunk the Kool-Aid so hard on this, but it just is the, I can't believe how effective it's been for me. We're going to start referring to your life as BP and AP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I am changed because before uh, BP, it, it felt like time controlled me in terms of having a direction. Like I, I had a really hard time and we talked about this a little bit with the ADHD stuff too that I related a lot to time blindness, still do relate a lot to that. And just having a hard time really figuring out how long it takes me to do things, how I can structure my day in a way that works for me. And now AP, once I've understood the Pomodoro technique, yes. it, it just gives me this sense of control over my time. And it's also so, it's like, I'm getting so much done. These tasks that felt really daunting to me that felt almost painful, like mentally painful yeah. to get started on. I was dragging my feet so hard. And then it, there's something about it. And I know it, you guys are probably like, well, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, just tell us what it is. But I just am trying yeah. to give you a setup of like the, it just having that direction changed everything for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I can even think about just, you know, the way that I used to live my life is like, I, I crammed so much in a day and I didn't think about whether it was a priority not or not. I yes. just didn't prioritize at all. I just did and did and did and did all day. Yes. And all it left me was, it left me with burnout. It left me with not much money or, or creativity. Like I just, it, yeah. it just put me in a funk and it's like, I do so much less now, but the things that I do are so important and make such an impact in whether it's my life or business or something that it's, um, it's expanded my life. Like, you know, I make more money. I, my health is better, all these things. And so it really is looking you think about, yeah, I used to do so much more. And even my, my, some people might even say I used to accomplish a lot more, but what I accomplish now has like changed my life. It's the, the things that I accomplish actually fuel the lifestyle that I want and the things that are important to me. So yeah. Very passionate about all this. So let's yeah. dig in, shall oh, we? Let's do it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, so like Kelsey said, we're covering the Pomodoro technique. And if you've never heard of this, um, the, the, the word Pomodoro actually comes from the Italian word for tomato, which is Pomodori. And yes. the developer and entrepreneur friend, is it Francesco Cerillo? Francesco. Oh, Francesco Cerillo. I'm so sorry if I'm messing that up. I really should have Googled that shit. Um, <laughs> but created the Pomodoro technique in the late 1980s when he was a university student and used a tomato shaped kitchen timer to organize his study schedule. I fucking love that. Oh, that's, why it's called, that's why it's named after the tomato. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I did not realize oh, that's great. where it came from. I just know okay. that there is um, one of my favorite restaurants to eat at in college was an Italian restaurant. And the Pomodoro was my favorite dish there. And it was just like a really basic spaghetti, basically. But it was the tomato sauce was unbelievable. Oh, my God. When I heard this, I was like, that has to do with tomatoes, I think. But I don't know why (laughs) why that would be. From your favorite dish to your favorite life hack, baby. Here we go. Full circle, everybody. Yeah, I'm a (laughs) tomato enthusiast. Um, Yeah. So what it is. It's a time management method for students, perfectionists, and procrastinators of all kinds. I'm sure that one of those three things maybe made you raise your hand a little bit. I feel like we all have one of those things in us. So it's work in focused 25-minute intervals followed by breaks, which again seems so like, like why would that be so revolutionary? But I'm just telling you there's something about it. So when you have yeah. a task you need to complete. So for me, the thing I had been dragging my feet on was like, I knew that I had these new joke premises that I wanted to really write out, but I was just having a hard time shifting gears and getting into that creative mindset. Yeah. So what you do is you set a timer for 25 minutes, you work on a task with no distractions. And when the alarm goes off, you take a five minute break. And then after that five minute break passes, you repeat the process three more times and then take a longer 30 minute break and start again. So you might not need, I mean, depending on what the task is, you might not get to that point where you're like repeating it three more times, but if it's something that requires more focus or maybe you're accomplishing several tasks that day and you're using the 25 minutes each time you do it for a different task, but that is how it's broken down. And also, this has been featured in New York Post, Forbes, Cosmopolitan, Huffington Post, The Guardian, ABC News. Like, I feel like I'm the only person, apparently, who didn't know about this. <laughs> but it just, um, I, I cannot believe how much it has helped me focus and makes the work feel so doable. And yeah, we really recommend trying this out if, you know, you are often kind of derailed by small distractions throughout your workday, or you consistently work past the point of optimal productivity. You have lots of like open-ended work that could take unlimited amounts of time, like studying for a test or, you know, researching for a blog post, the things that really don't have a real deadline sometimes Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, or real structure. You have to create your own structure. Um, or maybe you're overly optimistic when it comes to how much you can get done in a day. Uh, we've been there, done that. And also this is me big time. You oh, enjoy, you. Yes. You enjoy gamifying goal setting. I, that's what I love about it. It just feels 
more fun. I see like, Ooh, do I really need 25 minutes or could I get it done in 15 and then take a longer break for this, this round stuff like that, where, yeah, I, I find it's really helpful for that. Um, but I, and and if you're wondering why is it 25 minutes, like why, why that amount of time, what, what this person basically found is that 25 minutes is enough time to get something done and, and feel productive, but it's not too much time that it feels daunting and leads to procrastination. So 25 minutes is kind of like that sweet spot, um, which I was really curious, like, why is it 25? Um, but I, I have to say, I don't know if I follow this to a T like exactly, but it, it is really helpful. What I find is I just, I like to use alarms in a a lot of different ways and I will set my personal alarm for the amount of time I want to spend on that thing. Because if for me, all I really need to do is send an email, I don't want to take 25 minutes to send that email, but I might be perfectionistic about that email and it might take a long time. So I'll set it for, no, I don't want to do 25 minutes on this task. I want to do 10 minutes and, but it still has that same result of like, I'm hyper-focused on it. I get it out. And I kind of just tell myself like, Hey, if you don't, if you don't get it done, like, I'm not going to give you an extra 10 minutes on this shit. Maybe I'll give you a 30 second wrap up, but you need to get down to business, baby. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I think I haven't tried this yet, but I was thinking that I would like to give it a try. This is probably helpful for working out as well, because that's something I have a really hard time finding structure with where it ends up taking me way longer than I intend for it to, but not, and that's not to sound like, Oh, I, I've worked out for so long today. It's not meant to sound braggy. It's the opposite. It's like, I am like dawdling between tasks. Um, I will come home from the gym and realize I need to stretch, but I end up spending like 10 minutes on my phone. And then I, it's the whole time blindness thing. And then I'm running late because I'm like, Oh fuck, I have to get in the shower and I'm, I have an appointment or whatever. So it's like, I almost need these timers throughout a workout to be like, you have to move on to the next part of this now. Right. Right. You know, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And is, is that like kind of hit training where you do like you're doing circuit training for a few minutes and each kind of thing and right. Yes. And, stuff. and so if I'm on the, which I love, if I'm on the treadmill and I'm doing a hit workout that does give you that structure of like, okay, the treadmill is programmed for whatever amount of time you want to program it for. For me, it's like after I get off the treadmill and then I'm back in the <laughs> real world of just deciding, then am I going to, lift some weights? Am I going to do anything else? Am I going to go home? It's like, that has to continue to be structured for me or else I get distracted and I run late. And I would like to just be more intentional with my time and these tasks. So yes. Oh yes. Totally makes sense. I think, you know, for us, especially Kelsey, let me know how you feel about this, but when you, when you run your own business, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're in charge of your day, you have to like create your own urgency. You have to create your own structure to where, you know, when I was an employee at a company that the structure was created for me, I didn't have to guess when lunch was, I didn't have to, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. knew what I had to do. Cause my boss told me I got it. You, you need this done by this time. Yeah. So it just, I didn't have to think about any of that. I just had to do, but yeah. when it's all up to you, you, and if you, uh, if you are like me and used to write the, uh, the paper at 11 AM or 11 PM, the night before it was due at 7 AM, you really mm-hmm. need to like create that 
structure for yourself ahead of time and tackle things in chunks, you know, over a period of time and stuff. So I think it's really helpful for that. I can say though, and I've had to do like a mix of just Pomodoro and just like my own thing, because for me, when I look at, okay, the Pomodoro is three 25 minute sessions with five minute breaks in between. And then you could repeat to me, that can feel daunting. Like I could wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm going to do four Pomodoros today. That feels too daunting to me. Let me just start off with one and see how I feel. And yeah. maybe I'll keep going, maybe not. And so, I, you know, it's like, you have to yes. kind of figure out what, what structure and even at the amount of time that, that can work for you too. Oh, I completely agree. And I think that helped me when I tried it for the first time, um, whenever that was a week ago, because I didn't go into it thinking I'm going to do this four times. It was just like, well, I'm just trying it yes. out. So let's see what happens with this first 25 minute chunk. And I think what it is, it helps you a lot with momentum. I think a lot of us, once yeah. we're doing the task we want to be doing, it's so much easier to continue. And oftentimes, so once I got into that flow and I was writing the jokes I wanted to, the timer would go off and I'd be like, I, I, I don't want to stop. Yes. I, I didn't even want to take the five minute break sometimes because I was like, but I'm in the flow. I want to get this out. And I think that's the same with exercise as well. So many of us have a hard time feeling motivated to just go do the thing. I know Delaney, you said that you'd started to put your yoga mat out just right by your bed and your shoes, yeah. like anything that could help you to get some of that momentum going. But once I'm in the gym or doing whatever workout I'm doing, it feels a lot easier to keep going with it and maybe do more than I thought I would have that day. But it's just yes. getting that first step going and how we talked about like who this is good for. And you and I both resonated so much uh, or it resonated so much with us, the whole gamified goal setting. Yes. I'm such a competitive person, very competitive with myself love games, love. I mean, every part yes. of that is so me. And so the second you set a timer for 25 minutes and you see that timer going down, it like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I needed. Yeah. And that's why it's so, it's like embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, really, you just needed to compete with yourself this whole fucking time. You 33 year old. Oh, I love like, it. You couldn't just figure this out before, but there's something about seeing that countdown going where you're like, okay, yeah. I'm, I got to hustle. I'm there's right. time is moving. I got to get some stuff done. And, and I love the five minute break. It's this little treat. It also makes you right. realize like, I don't need more than five minutes to like check social media or whatever it is. Like it's right. a Stretch. nice amount of time. Yeah, totally. Um, it's so funny because this, wow, what a throwback when I used to paint penises on coffee mugs. And if you are new to this show, you're, you have to do some digging to find out what, what that means. But, um, when that was my job, I, it was really hard to start the, the, uh, the mug uh -huh. because I knew it was going to be a process. I was also, there was so much fear and imposter syndrome about like, if my customer was going to love it or hate it or this or yeah. that. So it was so hard to actually just start and I would procrastinate a lot. And so I would have to trick myself and say, I'm just going to do one minute. I'm just going to do one minute. 
of the first task, which is just creating the outline. And then all that's like all I would need. I would start the outline and then I just wouldn't stop. I would finish the whole freaking thing. Wow. Um, but I had to trick myself saying I can actually take a break after I do the outline and then I'll reassess how I feel and I'll just keep chunking it down. So I almost had to do the opposite where I gave myself such a stupidly small amount of time to where I couldn't not follow through because it's like, you can work on this for 30 seconds or even set a wow. timer for two minutes. And so I, I know that um, alarms and time limits have really helped me in so many ways, but I think yeah. I have to trick myself with the amount of time, depending on what the task Ooh. is, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, this could be hard if you struggle with like, um, you know, I love the fact that the alarm does give you like this, like external accountability, yeah. but deep down, like we really know it's fake accountability. Right. It's like not a real deadline or like a real person saying 25 right. minutes is up. And right. so for me, that's like, oh, this is fake news. I'm turning this off. Sometimes I'd be like, fuck you. This isn't real. I'm gonna... <laughs> so I will either turn it off. I will snooze. I will just basically say like, yeah, that this, this isn't actually real. And so that is hard to work with myself sometimes when I know like I can snooze this indefinitely and I don't actually have to follow through. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Have you come across that, Kels? And like, what have you done in that situation? Yeah, I, it's funny because I was already thinking about like, God, I hope that that this continues to work for me because yeah. that's, I, I think that's what you're talking about more is like, <clears throat> if I, do you remember when we set timers for social media, we tried to do that thing before you deleted yours where it was like, yeah, your phone will shut you out of it if you yes. go over. And then I, at a certain point was like, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> You just like rehacked into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. Yes. Like I followed it for a little bit and then I got annoyed and I was like, you know what? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was just such a little shit about it. And, um, <laughs> you're not my real dad. You know, that yeah. sort of a vibe of like, you can't tell me what to do. Right. And so I reactivated whatever that thing was. So then I don't have any timeline on my social media. But, yeah, I do worry that maybe that will happen with this technique, but I hope not. I hope it continues to really feel like there are actual consequences and right. maybe that's what I need to focus on is like, okay, yeah, nobody's going to come like physically attack you if you don't write this joke in 25 minutes. But I do want to think of like, that's what does help me is thinking about being on stage and not having the joke be at the place I want it to be. Yeah. 
you know? Yes. I think about the money that people are spending now to see me. It's so different when you're like featuring for somebody versus then it's like your, like the headliner, it's your tour. People are spending the money that they have worked hard for to earn to see you. So for me, it's, I do take it seriously where it's like, I want to give them their money's worth. Yes. I love that you brought that up. Cause I think no matter what method or time management hack you use, you have to have like a greater why as to what you're, what, why you're doing any of this in the first place and what you're yeah. following through on, yeah. because you can set, you can set timers for literally anything like organizing your fucking paper clips in your desk. Does that really actually have to be done? Or are you kind of like, you know, pulling yourself away or avoiding something that you actually care about? And I know that, um, I think this came up actually on some of the ADHD episodes we've done, um, with with some of the wonderful experts we've had on the show, but I have heard that people who have ADHD, if they will set alarms for themselves, but what will happen is that they'll snooze and forgot, forget that the alarm went off or, and then they're like, shit, (laughs) I did the alarm thing, but it actually didn't work because the way that their brain is wired they snoozed it right away and, or turned it off right away. And then they were still late or still didn't make the, the deadline and all that. So I'm guilty of pe- that. Yeah. Yes. Same, same mm-hmm. here. I do that. And uh, yeah, there was, a, I, I uh, thought I had ADHD. I really resonated with so much of it. And I think mm-hmm. I've said this a couple of times on the podcast. Turns out I just got a lot of anxiety. Woo. So, <laughs> um, so that's really interesting to know that like, you know, generalized anxiety can also have like, similar symptoms to ADHD, which I just didn't fully realize, but in any, sure. if you're in that boat, you might want to look into both of those things. Yeah. Um, but this is what I do for myself. I set all of my alarms ahead of time. I don't go alarm by alarm because if I do snooze and forget or whatever, the uh, next alarm is coming oh. that will kind of be jarring enough to like pull me out of my, my shit, you know, whatever. Yeah whatever feels like hyper-focus. Um, and so that has been super helpful where I actually I'll set them for the entire day, um, Mm -hmm. where I used to just set one at a time. And then I would find, I would get lost in whatever project I left off with. Yep. That completely makes sense. And I should start doing multiple alarms at once. That would probably be helpful. I have to, or else I'm like, oh yeah sometimes I'm like, if, even if I'm just like getting ready to go somewhere, it's like, you know, I'll have one every five minutes until I, <laughs> just, until you're out the door. Yeah. 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 It's, yep. it's a process. Yeah. Um, anything else that you were surprised about Kels by just implementing? So like you said, it's so simple, but it's made such a huge impact already for you. Anything yeah. else that you want to share? I think just, I was shocked at the volume of work I was able to accomplish in 25 minutes. And I think that's what really has helped shift my mindset. I think a lot of us think we really need these large chunks of time to accomplish the things we want. And I know it depends on what it is you're trying to do. But for me, I was like, God damn, I cannot believe how much writing I got done in an hour, right? Or technically, I guess 50 minutes, but you know, with those two five minute breaks, I I was really shocked. It was a huge relief because it kind of felt like, oh, this is manageable. Like going forward in my life, I really, I can do this. I can like get through the work that feels daunting with this method. And I don't know why, I don't talk about working out that much, but for some reason, just this episode, I just feel like there are a lot of parallels. I find that um, I rarely tell myself, all right, today, when I go to the gym, I'm going to run hard on the treadmill. Usually I'm so 
I have so much resistance to going that what I've been doing lately is I just tell myself, I'm just going to walk on the treadmill. And what happens is I'll be walking on the treadmill for, I don't know, 10 minutes. And then that competitive part of me kicks in and I'm like, you know what? I feel warmed up now. I bet I, I bet I can do a little bit of running. And I almost always end up doing more than what I told myself I was going to. And I think we can just use that mindset for so many things. Definitely. I feel like, um, I think I've gotten, this is improved now, but in the past, I usually, I, I really struggled with, um, overestimating the amount of time, but also underestimating the amount of time for things. Like for example, I could see a to-do list and let it really overwhelm me, but then actually completing the task, it could just be send that email, put that sweater away, do this thing where it's like, oh, I got, I got 10 things done in less than 10 minutes. I didn't need to feel so overwhelmed by looking at those tasks because I wasn't actually looking at the approximate time or energy it took. But then on the other hand, I might have one thing on my to-do list and be like, oh, that one thing I can get that done in 20, 30 minutes, but really it takes an hour and a half, you know? And so it's so weird to think that even the way that you set up your to-do list or your schedule, like in your planner can, can be a challenge if you're not maybe being specific in the area that you need to be specific with on how much time it might take or, if you have separate columns for things, but I remember that was, um, that was a constant struggle for me too. Yeah. The time stuff. Yeah, I agree. And, um, I think we've done a lot of things like, I don't know if the human design episode will be out by the time this one comes out, but, um, and when we had chat on, he was talking about his to-do list structure of like the one, two, three, ABC. And I think there are so many tools that we all have to go, okay, here are things that are priorities in my day. I just think, at least for me, the problem has been starting. It's been the motivation and the momentum to go. So this is really, um, really, really changed my life. Oh, I'm glad. So dramatic, but man, I really like it. I'm so glad. You mentioned having a difficulty with starting, and I I totally resonate with that. I also sometimes have a difficulty with uh, finishing up or following through on like the last part of something. Oh, yeah. And so sometimes like, you know, you have to give yourself a deadline, even if it's not real, but treat it like it's real. Like if you're working on a, you know, a work project or something like that, because that could just be up in the air indefinitely. And, and like, what, what do they say? Like, you know, something is not ever finished, right? Art's never done or art's never finished in interesting places. Yeah. You just have to like, you have to cut it off at some point if you want to put it out into the world or whatever the the thing is that you want to do. Um, any other, uh, time management hacks or, uh, things that help you in your day to day that you want to share with people? I think that's it for, for today. I think anything else I say would be repeating stuff I've said in the past. I talk a lot about the importance of having a physical planner. So yeah, if, if you haven't tried that, God, Talk about things that have changed lives. That completely changed my life. Can't totally. believe I used to put things on my phone calendar like a psycho. I was like, <laughs> how did I get anything done? How did I not miss every appointment or phone call I was ever supposed to do? I don't know how yeah. I did that. That was terrible. It's so funny because I used to only do a physical planner forever. And then only the last few years I've incorporated the phone schedule also. So I do both, oh, but wow. I was 
so anti-digital anything because I just yeah. don't trust technology. But uh -huh. now it's incredibly helpful because my team can have access to it too. So they know what's going on with me. I know what's oh, going on with me. And so, but there's, I will always have a written backup. I will never not have that like physical thing sure. <laughs> in front oh. of me. I need it. Yeah. Um, and what you mentioned with the yoga mat thing, sometimes you just have to like put something out to remind you of something that is a priority to you or what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, I think that's a good example too. Like what's your version of, yeah, me putting the yoga mat right next to my bed. So literally when I wake up, I basically fall into the downward dog position and I have no fucking excuse, but to just do a little stretch or this or that. Yeah. And for me, that has made exercise not feel like a separate task or separate thing that I have to fit in my day. It's just basically attached to waking up, right. you know, and opening right. my eyes and getting out of bed. Right. Um, so things like that might be helpful to look at your own schedule with. For sure. But yeah. Man. Sweet. I've enjoyed talking about this very much. It's a good one. So we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Allison in Wonderland. Um, they say, great banter and advice. I've been binging this podcast since finding it a few weeks ago, and it's exactly what I needed. The girls are so relatable, inspiring, and lightheartedly trying to improve like all of us. Thank you so much. That's really so nice sweet to hear. Yes, I really appreciate that. Also, if you have like a time management hack that you love using, please please write into us because we want to try. I love trying this stuff. I yes. love experimenting with any of this. So if you have something that you've developed or there's something that we haven't covered, please selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com, baby, write it yeah. in. Or put it in the iTunes review. Hell, two, oh, two yes. birds with one stone. Yes, there you go. Because we see those, you know? <laughs> and then yes. that helps us. Um, uh, do you have a segment, segment. Delaney? I do. I have a, a, a quick one. Uh, I'll make it quick. Um, so I stopped doing stand-up comedy like over four years ago now, probably. And it took about that exact amount of time for me to kind of miss an aspect of it a little bit. Like I kind of got the itch to get on stage again. Mm -hmm. um, and I never stopped writing jokes. I just have them in my phone and I don't do anything with them. I don't perform them. I don't put them out anywhere. Yeah. And so after many years of be being out uh, of it, I, I got on stage for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And I just went to a local mic and um, it was, it was, it was cool. Like I thought I was going to be so scared and I thought my stage fright was going to be so bad that I didn't even know if I would be able to get a joke out, but yeah. I was surprised at how comfortable I felt back on stage. Wow. So yeah, it was weird. And I, I just felt like I had to do it for whatever reason. And when I left, I thought, wow, I, I surprised myself I, I, with how comfortable it was. And I, I expected to feel like a draw to keep doing it. And I thought like, well, maybe it'll just be something I do once a month for fun, like as a yeah. hobby or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, do it once a month and, and create a special at some point and just have no deadline, do it over the course of several years. But, um, after that one time I had zero desire to get on stage ever again. Like I just had to get on stage oh. and I, I just felt nothing. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to keep doing it. Um, but, and so what I realized is what I miss is just the joke writing process and um, that creative process, sharing bits with friends and talking oh. about it and figuring out how I could make a project out of it basically. So I've decided that at some point, 
I don't know when I'm not going to give myself a deadline. I am going to release another comedy special, but it's going to be a very experimental thing. It's not going to be me on stage. Um, It's not going to be me on stage doing standup. It's going to be like documenting um, the joke writing process and maybe interviewing other people who have left standup and seeing like what they do for a living now. Whoa, Um, I love this. I'm really excited. It might be like turning one of my bits into a sketch that I film. Um, It's I, I kind of picture it as like some kind of a variety special and I'll probably just release it like as a podcast episode or like put it on YouTube. I don't, you know, I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I just like, anytime I feel the need of, um, I know it has to get out of me, but I don't know what it is yet. So it's going to be something, but it's not going to be like, you know, the, the, what I originally thought that I might come back for, it's going to be a little bit different. And I, um, I think just my hope and goal would be to, like inspire somebody who maybe they left something that they liked doing and, and we're going to be exploring the ways that it can fit into like my life and the lifestyle that I like for myself. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, yeah. does that make sense? I love it. I'm I love excited. all of this. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I was like so excited to hear that you wanted to get back on stage again. Yeah. Because we all just selfishly want to hear your comedy because <laughs> you're amazing um and you're then amazing. but I didn't know this part of it about like what a what another special from you would look like and I think that's so interesting to interview people who also used to do stand-up and don't anymore I just what a great idea oh thank you I'm excited I'm like yeah how do you fit how do you fit something in your life that used to be performed in front of a lot of people And if you don't like that aspect of it, or you chose to leave that, how do you take that and plug it into other things? Right. You know, so there's gonna be a lot of experiments I'm excited about. I can't share everything because I want some of it to be a surprise, but um, yeah, I'm excited. And um, I just appreciate everybody's support too, through all of it, including you, Kels. Like when I told you, I was so nervous to even bring it up. Um, oh my yeah. god I'm so <laughs> we had so much fun in Spokane going over like the things you had written and and then I was telling you some of the new things I was working on and it was like a blast that's those are some of it. my favorite times with friends is is talking about stuff like that yes um so anyway what do you got what kind of plug you got over there so I have a good Segment. shit um my wonderful boyfriend Chad he shot his two specials that's right night before last in madison wisconsin at the orpheum theater so when he came on our show about a month ago we were talking about like hey he's got his special coming up if you live in the area go see it and so then it actually happened two nights ago and oh my god he just fucking murdered so hard both shows it was such a great night and it you know I had just shot my special in June and it was really fun just to like be there as a huge fan of him and get to enjoy it and just be in the crowd and it was it was just such a blast oh, in every way. Oh, that's so awesome. Yay. I'll yeah. send, send him my congrats. That's awesome. Yes, I will. Yeah, oh, it was cool. such a great time and I cannot wait for it to come out. They're just, yeah, they're incredible. He did I'm two still, different specials. In one I was day, just going to say, I'm still so blown away by the fact that he did two different one hour specials in I, the same night. 
nobody's done it. It's, it was. That's wild. For anybody who doesn't know the industry, you usually perform the same material several times and you take the best takes of everything and that becomes a special, but Chad did completely different material on the the each show. Like an X-Men or something like an event (laughs) to do, have the brain power to do two different specials in one night and like truly kill both shows like everything just crushed it's that's so I, cool yeah, can't wrap oh. my head around having a brain like that oh uh, he's got to feel so good that that yeah. is like he did it and it you know that's awesome yeah well that's what i was saying like with me having shot mine six months ago it was so fun to be there and like not be working right just like to be on the other end of it and enjoying it as as not just somebody who loves a comedy but of course as his girlfriend too um but yeah like and then to be around him the days after and just know that feeling of like oh it feels so good when you don't have to think about that stress anymore right right yeah Ah. it's awesome i'll definitely let everybody know when it's when they're out Yes. Oh my God. I can't wait to watch them. Can't yeah. freaking wait. Yeah. Um, well, Kels, where, where can people buy uh, tour tickets to your current and your next tour? Yes. So KelseyCook.com is where my tickets always are. Nice try tour. Starts in just a few weeks in Providence and then Raleigh. So, so many, so many tour dates coming up, guys. Go check it out. Sweet. You yeah. You can head over to DelaneyFisher.com for the Minimalist Business Podcast. Yes. And I think that does it. All right, guys, have a wonderful last week of this year. Yes. Uh, maybe set some some New Year's resolutions if you're into that. Yeah, try the Pomodoro. If try you, the Pomodoro. If you like it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we'll see you next year. Hell yeah, baby. Oh. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 